Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Playback Podcast. On this show, we talk all things film news and movie reviews. So if that's something you are interested in, be sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we post every single week, so be sure to follow us there and stay updated with our content. I'm your host, Noah. Uh, I'm joined over here by my good friend, Haider Al-Naim. Hello, everyone. Uh, and here's how the show is going to go. First, we're going to talk about some movie news. Uh, and then next, we're going to talk about the movie of the week. And finally, we'll get into some fun stuff at the very end of the episode. Um, Hyder, how are you today? Oh, I, I, we, we, we're definitely stressed out today. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I don't, I don't have the the studio uh, situated at the moment, but uh, we we started probably like what like what was that forty five minutes after we were supposed to. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, okay. So, like I said, movie news comes first all the time. We got a bunch of movie news, so let's just jump right into it. Do you want to say anything before we start? Uh, no, just uh, excited to talk about what we have today. All right. So, uh, first story of the day, John Wick has crossed $400 million. This is the highest grossing John Wick movie of the franchise, and it's very impressive because John Wick 1 has made, what, like $150 million? And then John Wick 2 made like 225. John Wick 3 made 370. And now John Wick Chapter 4 has made $400 million. And if you guys remember from the past episode, I ranked the John Wick franchise as getting better every single time. Um, with every single movie, it gets better for me. And it looks like every single movie just makes more money. Hyder, uh, do you see them making like a John Wick Chapter 5 now? Because, spoiler alert for Chapter 4... Um, John Wick does die at the end, and that is kind of like a perfect ending. So uh, do you see them making a, a Chapter 5 now that this is such a huge box office success? Um, I could see them. They definitely left it open-ended for a reason. I could see them eventually getting back to it, but like they'd have to do that within the next five years. He is getting old. He's getting very old, yeah. Yeah, so like, there's only so much time before they can decide to... like. They're already doing spinoffs, too. so mm -hmm. And that's the thing, too. I think that doing spinoffs is actually a really, really, really um, a good way of keeping the franchise alive without undercutting what um, what John Wick went through in the fourth one. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, he's getting old, but Keanu Reeves um, has stated in the past that he wants to keep doing them as long as the fans want them. And arguably, this is the most uh, popular that the franchise has ever been. What are, what are the what are the spinoffs right now? We have the Continental, um, um, Ballerina. Ballerina is coming out with Ana de Armas. I don't know. Is it considered a spinoff or like a prequel? Uh yeah, spinoff prequel. I mean, you know, it's it's not like the main John Wick uh, movie. So yeah, probably a uh, spinoff. The rest of them are sort of open ended. They're definitely talking about Kira because she was one of the main like people. She was like one of the fan favorites from the movie. Dude, I fell in love with her. Yeah, I fell in love with her so so fast. It's not funny. I I would like to see. Uh, a tracker one because mm -hmm. i think tracker probably has the best story i would like tracker i would like tracker to at least be involved in the akira one mm -hmm. um because i'm not too sure how good a tracker movie would do at the box office but if you just put both of them in uh in the same movie with donnie yen with uh rena uh and then with i don't know that guy's name but if you put all three of them rena is uh akira yeah i know i know yeah. Um, if you put all three of them in it, I think that that would make a, a lot of money too. So, but yeah, man, um, John wick chapter four has made the most money out of the franchise and it is the latest film in the John wick franchise. Uh, what do you guys think? Comment down below. Uh, next story that we got is going to be the super Mario brothers. Um, this made a shit ton of money as well. It has crossed uh, a billion dollars. Um, what do you think? Why do you think? it made so much money. Um, well, and I feel like the answer is pretty easy here. I mean, to me, it's, it's, their fan base is dedicated. Yeah. Every single time a game drops, it's one yeah. of the best-selling games. Every single time a new show or, like, oh, toys come out for it. The toy market is yeah. very, very, very think, uh, important. And then they also, uh, all the billboards I saw were also tagging it to, like, the Super Mario World opening up in Universal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. So um, marketing was done very, very well on this movie. Mm -hmm. And it's a good movie because you can market a movie very well. You have a dedicated fan base. If the movie's ass, they're not coming to it. Right. Yeah, I think so, too. I think, um, number one, it's a kid's movie and it's uh, made by Illumination. And they have a really good track record of, number one, marketing their movies very well. And number two, um, kind of just making good movies in general. 
Um, this one, I thought, and you know, we reviewed it. I didn't think it was as amazing as like let's say a Pixar movie or even like the Despicable uh, Me movies. However, it's still a very enjoyable movie. It was fun, and um, I can definitely see why this made a billion dollars. All right. Uh, the next story that we got here, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is opening up on May 4th, uh, this Thursday. And we're gonna be, I'm going to be going at 6.20 p.m. I got, my, uh, I got my tickets already. I don't know when you're watching it. Sometime before work. Yeah. Damn, man. Uh, I'm going to be crying in the theater um, because I already know what the fuck is about to happen. I don't actually know. Um, I, have, I have my predictions. However, um, the Rotten Tomatoes score has come out. And currently right now, if you can uh, check it, but um, right now it's receiving positive reviews. Uh, although some reviews are citing dark themes as a, a negative in their, in their criticisms. Um, I don't know how to feel about this because number one, that's something that critics have been complaining about that Marvel doesn't do. Uh, what's, the, what's the Rotten Tomatoes score? Uh, after 119 reviews, 77%. Okay, so it's at 77%. You're telling me that... This movie is worse than Black Widow. Yeah, I don't understand Rotten Tomatoes at that point. But um, yeah, so like I was saying, I think that um, the darker themes um, is something that critics have criticized Marvel um, of not implementing in their movies for a really long time. They always say that the tone is always the same, um, but now it's being cited as a negative for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which, by the way, is the finale of james gunn's guardians trilogy i would assume it's going to be a little darker than usual you know what i'm saying so um do you think marvel is ready to tackle first of all no not even marvel because i know that they're they're ready do you think audiences are are ready for darker themes in marvel movies because number one uh marvel has always been very happy that's their you know it's owned by disney and number two um dc has been pretty dark before in the past uh, however, they haven't been uh, very successful with their universe either. So uh, what do you think? I think it's it's a little like they should have been doing this a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we have already have a proven track history with darker movies doing very well in the box office. Um, Deadpool, Logan, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. movies like that. Um, I do imagine this is going to be one of their best movies. This is just me being you know a little biased. Marvel movies, it's marketed well. Their reviews aren't bad which is a good sign Mm -hmm. um the worst they can say is it's a little too dark which is only because they're so used to the disneyfied like happy marvel disneyfied is crazy (laughs) sorry i'm not not but like logan was a great fucking movie (laughs) deadpool they're funny movies to watch Uh you can do dark and not make it like fucking batman yeah yeah you can throw in and they've been doing that i don't know why everyone acts like Ego was destroying planets and <laughs> just killing people because he wanted to. There are definitely dark themes. I mean, even if you look at Thanos, right? I feel like he, him throwing Gamora off the, the mountain yeah. and you seeing her die like that, that's pretty dark too. You know what I'm saying? So, what did it cost? Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, Bucky killed Tony's parents in front of him. Oh, yeah, literally. Like it's, This is shit that's been happening for a while. and. It's just because they don't care about hiding it now. Mm-hmm. James Gunn's never going to care about hiding that thing. I want to read some of the... Uh, sorry, let me fix my mic. I want to read one that I just read. Go ahead, yeah. Manic clawing for cool. That was it. That was it? That was the entire review. That's why I know people just hate... They're just hating on it. It's, for fucking, it's trying too hard to be cool. It's essentially what they were saying. Which is Which is kind of crazy because I feel like Guardians were the cool superheroes um, in the MCU. So let's read some of the reviews here. This is on Rotten Tomatoes, so, you know, be warned. Um, However, these are the top critics, so these guys do have some credibility. Uh, Jake Coyle from the Associated Press, Volume 3 is a messy, overstuffed, excuse me, uh, finale, but you rarely question whether Gunn's heart is in it. So that's a positive review, right? He gave it a 3 out of 4. You rarely question whether Gunn's heart is in it. Um, to me, that's just saying that James Gunn knows his characters and he cares about his characters. He cares about this story. Um, so that's a positive review. However, Michael O'Sullivan from Washington Post says it's a sweet and savory morsel of storytelling drowning in a puddle of special effects sauce. What the fuck does that even mean for me looking at the trailers? And I know not everybody watches the trailers, but for me, 
the special effects in this movie look great. They look better than Black Adam. They look better than Shazam. They look better than Ant-Man for sure. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. Here, let's, let's try to find another, um, try to find another negative review. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. These aren't very long reviews I can, either. I can get you a top critic with a negative review. Go ahead. Uh, Christy Puchko from, uh, Mashable. What's her name? Puchko. I can't pronounce that name, last name. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's, uh, I regret, I regret to inform you that Guardians of the Galaxy, as you know them, are dead. What remains in the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 are flicking remains of fun times and mostly mauled on bullshit. Whoa. Spoiler alert. What the fuck? Um, yeah, see, okay. I don't know whether to trust... Because if you're a fan of Guardians of the Galaxy, you know like their story. You know the emotion that's, that's uh, being set up for this finale. And um, I don't know. I just don't think not a lot of people understand keep in mind i haven't seen it so i i could literally go in there on thursday and and it's trash but um i'll I'll report back to you on that but i don't understand how this could possibly be worse than black widow again i have not seen the movie yet um you want to you want to hear a vanity fair review Uh, richard lawson from vanity fair half of volume three is an outright drama heavy with themes of loss and terror it's an odd lumbering patchwork of a film, occasionally fascinating, but otherwise bloated and aimless. Mm. What I'm getting from that is that there's multiple themes in the movie mm-hmm. and they're patching it together, which is 90% of movies. And it's the finale, which is what you're supposed to do for the yes. finale. It's not like they were sitting here, like making the trailer seem fun. No, this has not seemed like a fun movie. No. And, um, you know, we can get into like the, our predictions for it in a little bit. But, um, again, we haven't seen the movie yet, so these guys could be valid. However, I, I just would not trust these reviews. At least I don't think, um, yeah, man, if you guys have seen the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, if you guys have watched any, uh, movie reviews on YouTube, let us know what you think down below. Um, how excited are you for Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Um, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm watching videos on, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 every single day. (laughs) to be honest i feel like such a nerd doing so um all right you ready to move on for the next one? Oh, yeah okay so margot robbie has been offered the role of sue storm and this is coming from daniel rpk he's an insider for marvel um yeah for fantastic four margot robbie if you don't know who margot robbie is margot robbie has been in uh the wolf of wall street she's been in focus with uh will smith she's obviously harley quinn in the dceu um we don't know if she's going to be harley quinn moving forward but she was harley quinn and um i'm missing one big one barbie she's fucking barbie so huge actor actress um how do you think first of all what do you think of uh margot robbie just being offered the role well i think marvel is smart to get as big names as possible Mm -hmm. because they do they do their research well i i assume but a big name is still a big name Mm -hmm. especially one that's good at acting Mm -hmm. so i think she'll do fine i don't imagine sue storm is from what i remember not like the deepest like twisted character yeah it's not like a it's she's not like fucking batman watch your words there though the deepest character yeah you're gonna offend some people um yeah so here's why I think that Marvel is smart for getting, at least trying to get big names. Fantastic Four has not been done correctly in a very long time. Actually, ever, really. Um, I love the first Fantastic Four. Well, not the first one. The 2005 Fantastic Four. I love that movie. Um, it's like, you know, with Chris Evans as Human Torch. Um, I love that iteration of Reed, uh, Jessica Alba. <laughs> So I think that um, those mo- <laughs> I think I, my ear. Sorry. <laughs> I, I think those movies are really fun. Um, however, they did do Galactus as a cloud. So they didn't do everything correctly. Um, the MCU has been going on since 2008, and the Fantastic Four are arguably one of the biggest teams and one of the biggest parts of the Marvel Universe in the comics. And in like animated shows, and it should be in the MCU. So they have to knock this out of the park. They are very smart for trying to get an A-list actor like uh, Margot Robbie. And 
uh, from earlier reports, Adam Driver was also offered the role of Reed Richards and Paul Mescal, which this came out yesterday. Paul Mescal, if um, you know, he's he's going to be in the upcoming Gladiator two, and he was just uh, nominated for Best Actor in After Sun. Uh, he has been offered the role of Johnny Storm. Um, now, those two, those two aside, uh, who would you want to play the thing? The thing? Yeah. Um, I think it was. I think it was you that mentioned this name, and I never saw it before. Mm-hmm. Can never really think of someone to play the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel. Yeah. You think you told me that? Mm-hmm. And that one size, like, dude's pretty tall. It's like six six, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. he could he could definitely bulk up. Um, but acting. Like <laughs> we've watched what he's in. Um fuck it was acting in a movie with Muppets in him. Right. So, like, I'm sure he could play it. It'll be a little different from what he's done because um thing is a comedic character, but also has a serious moments. Yeah. And um I, recently I just watched Shrinking on Apple TV. Um he shows a lot of emotion in that show. He's super funny. But also the the mo- um sorry the show is about a therapist going through like you know problems with his uh, his widow, right? And he's just trying to reconnect with his daughter and stuff. So he does a lot of really good acting there. Um, I'm trying to think of other movies that he's been in that he did like really really well in. Um, he's definitely really good in uh, romantic comedies. He's been in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's hilarious. And he's also been in um, in um, Five Year Engagement. Um, so I feel like that guy can, um, can really, really play him well, but yeah, this cast right now, Margot Robbie, Adam Driver, and Paul Mescal, they've been offered the role. Nothing is guaranteed, but they've been offered the roles. Um, for you though, who would be your, your dream cast for the Fantastic Four? Uh, I've gone as deep as also fan casting Silver Surfer, Dr. Doom, and Galactus. Okay. Um, for Reed, this is a personal one for me. Just because it'd be cool to see. It doesn't have to be this person if you don't like it. I don't give a shit. Uh, Damn. Glenn Howerton from Always Sunny. He plays Dennis. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I like him. You, I like him. You, I think I've told you enough that horror movie and comedies for me, those actors can translate to other movies a lot easier than mm-hmm. normal actors can translate to comedy or horror. So if you've never watched Always Sunny, it's like fucking pretty raunchy comedy. And it doesn't really serious like that. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. It'd be cool to see him switch it up and also be cool to see someone take that type of take on Reed. Mm-hmm. Um, for Susan Storm, Lily James. Mm-hmm. I think her range of acting is really good, especially if you've watched uh, the Pamela Anderson biopic. Right. She was really fucking good in that. And I think she takes, like, a, she takes, you can tell she takes, like, how do I explain this? Uh, takes a serious, like, well, I can't remember the words right now. Uh, she takes her role seriously. Well, that sucks to say. Okay. So yeah, yeah, she like studies up on shit. She mm-hmm. definitely tries her hardest. Mm-hmm. Um, for Johnny, this is actually Chris's idea. Uh, Rudy Pankow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched some of the uh, Outer Banks stuff. Outer Banks. He's pretty good. I wouldn't mind Paul Mescal either, though. And I know you yeah. want Zac Efron. That's okay. Yeah, you're spoiling my fucking podcast for a little bit. Um, and then Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel is the only really thing person the thing I can see. But for Silver Surfer, I've seen this one and I can't unsee it now. Rami Malik. Okay. Uh, for Doctor Doom, I have two people, and one's a personal one for me because I want Doctor Doom to be a menacing, like, terrifying character because he is one of the mm-hmm. main villains. Mm-hmm. Um, David Desmalchian. Where's he from? Uh, he plays the Polka Dot Man in Suicide Squad. Really? Yes. That'd be good. Uh, That'd be good. Him or Hayden Christensen. Yeah. That'd also be Especially good. if we're doing an older... like. Mm-hmm. And that's what, from, from the rumors, that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. Um, apparently in the new Fantastic Four movie, they're already going to be married. They're already going to have kids. So they're going to be a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then lastly, for Galactus, in I've seen the Antonio Banderas rumors. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know how it that would be, but I wouldn't mind it. He's a very, very, very experienced actor. But you have James Earl Jones sitting right there. Well, I didn't even think of that. Like the voice. Yeah. He'd voiced Darth Vader for the fucking longest time. Mm-hmm. Voice, acting ability, and he's a pretty tall dude. Yeah. 
I mean, I feel like Galactus is not going to be someone that you have to like look the part yeah, for, you, you know? Can, but he's a fucking giant. Like you don't need to look like him. Yeah, but Josh Brolin is also 5'8 and he yeah. played Thanos. Yeah. So, yeah, motion capture does magic for people. Yeah. Um, okay, so for me, and this is going to sound pretty uh it's going to sound pretty like basic. Uh but I've been wanting these people in the MCU number 1 and um, as these people since 20, like 19, since the rumors started. So for Mr. Reed Richards, AKA Mr. Fantastic. Um, I still want John Krasinski. I still want him because mm. number one, I think that in, in Dr. Strange multiverse of madness, that was a different universe. So I can kind of forgive, um, you know how he was. Plus it was a little cameo. It was for fun. Um, but I still want him. That's what she said. I still want him as, uh, what do you call it? As, as Reed. Um, he's a great actor. He has, you know, directing chops. So he he knows how to bring emotion to a character. Um, if you watched A Quiet Place, he brought emotion to a character that barely even talks in the movie. Um, and he's just hella funny. Um, I can definitely see, you know, Jim, right, is his name on, on The Office. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see him being the smartest person in the world right so um but next for um for sue storm i would bring in his wife emily blunt and that's that's pretty obvious you know she works great though um i loved her in a quiet place and a quiet place part two and um she's also been in i just mentioned it the five-year engagement uh with jason siegel and um we'll, we'll go we'll go straight into jason siegel actually or the thing um, I'll do I'll do Jason Siegel, but there was another one that I I, I wanted really badly. Um, but Jason Siegel, he has the comedy. He he can act off shrinking, like I said. Um, Hyder mentioned it already. Zac Efron for Johnny Storm. This is my fan cast, okay? Not not Zac Efron now, but give me Zac Efron in like 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 like, like 2014 or like 2011. Give me that. Uh, version of Zac Efron. I don't want. Never. I'm not even gonna say that. Um, I want 17 again, Zac Efron. Um, that's my fan cast. I didn't do the 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 Doctor Doom stuff. Um, they can honestly just get in anybody. But honestly, I think maybe you can't. Yeah, you can. I honestly, I think you can. You can even do like Adam Driver. Um, that's oh. some someone. But I don't want to see Adam Driver in another like you know, role menacing like role. Yeah. Cause he was already Kylo Ren. And, um, I don't know. I feel like I would just be picturing Kylo Ren the entire time. Um, but yeah, man, um, I've heard people talk about, um, Keanu Reeves as, as silver surfer, which is just an odd pick to me. A younger Keanu Reeves would have made sense to me, but yeah, I, I don't know that. I don't know about that one. Um, but yeah, that's, that's our fan casts for, uh, the fantastic four. Um, you know, there has been it it really it's really 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 terrible right now um for rumors and stuff because you remember the rumors of like Diego Luna being yeah fan cast or being uh in talks for Reed and then Glenn Howerton and then Penn Badgley and then you also had other people like um I don't know man Jody Comer was in talks like I feel like they're just making up these rumors right now and then throwing them out there and seeing what sticks um but our uh our our fantastic four as we know it right now has adam driver paul miscal margot robbie and i will mention this i didn't know if i was gonna mention this or not did you hear about this the thing no oh uh uh mila kunis they're thinking about bringing in mila kunis to play the thing i'm pretty sure she tweeted like and denied that yeah but then again i think it's still worth talking about um, I'd be pretty pissed if if the thing was was Mila Kunis, because all I would think about is Meg from Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, um, yeah, I I really hope they don't do that, and they're probably not. Um, Mila Kunis has come out and said, "Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not playing Sue Storm." She didn't say anything about the thing. She said, "I'm not playing Sue Storm." So let's she just said, cross our fingers. She says she knows who is though. Yeah. So, because she is, um, she's friends, good friends with the uh, the director Matt Shackman. So, 
they were spotted at at lunch or something a couple months back, and that's where the rumors started that she was going to be playing Sue Storm. Um, but yeah, man, I I really hope they don't do that. I'd, I'd honestly be pissed. You have one chance to do the Fantastic Four correctly in the MCU. Yeah. Please get it right. Because we've been waiting so, 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 so long. Um, okay. Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. Um, we're going to move on here. The next story that we got, Pedro Pascal. Obviously, he is the Mandalorian. He's also in The Last of Us. Um, he has joined the cast of Gladiator 2. He joins Paul Mescal, as we just talked about, Denzel Washington, Joseph Quinn. And if you guys don't know that name, he's from um, Stranger Things Season 4. He played Eddie um, and Barry Kilgan. So, Hider, um, I never watched the first Gladiator, so I don't know, really know where my uh, my my anticipation level is for it. But how about you? Um, it's, it's a really good movie, the uh, original Gladiator. It's one of my dad's favorites, so I've watched it like at least, say, five, six times. Mm-hmm. Uh, this though, in my opinion, besides you know Walking Phoenix and Gerard Butler, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, they were in the first one. This has way better. Actors. I think it's Russell Crowe. It's Russell Crowe, you're yeah, right. Yeah. That's what I remember. I was like, it's not Gerard Butler. They look the same. They, I know, bro. It <laughs> pissed me off. Yeah. Uh, I think they act in the same type of movies. Mm-hmm. Besides the point. Uh, I think it would be a better. It should be a better movie just based on the scope of actors they have now. Also. Pedro Pascal, he is a lot older than he was when he was casted in Game of Thrones. Has, like, hand-to-hand combat, Mm -hmm. like, down. He played one of the, like, most agile, like, warriors in all of Game of Thrones. And he almost kills, like, one of the best people. Spoiler, almost. (laughs) But, so, yeah. It should be pretty good. Um, All of the people that they've casted so far, besides Joseph Quinn, even though he is really good in Stranger Things, have some obvious good acting ability just Quinn could still do well i just don't know how well he will do in a movie versus a show um we talked about it a little bit uh last week when we were talking about dumb money and ensemble casts mm-hmm. um this is one of those ensemble casts that i think is like the perfect amount of of stars and like really good actors um because what is that one two three four really like four or five huge roles in that movie you can definitely give um, five people, five actors, five characters, uh, really good screen time, or screen time, excuse me. And um, for something like Dumb Money and for like Don't Look Up, where it's just a huge list of like names you know for sure, but it's like 15 people. Um, yeah, this is a completely different thing. And uh, as far as my anticipation level goes, uh, I definitely want to watch the, the original movie now. Um, I know that, you know, spoiler, uh, I know that how it ends. Um, so I, I would be interested in seeing what they do next, but apparently Ridley Scott has come out and said that Gladiator 2 is following, uh, the son of the main character in Gladiator. So, um, and he's going to be played by, by Paul Mescal. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely very interested. Uh, I don't know a lot of, uh, Paul Mescal's work. I haven't watched him in a lot, but apparently he's going to be Johnny Storm. Apparently he's going to be the son of the main character from, from Gladiator. Denzel, the equalizers in there. Uh, Joseph Quinn, he's, you know, from Stranger Things. I, I really do like Joseph Quinn a lot. Um, he was one of my favorite characters out of season four. And then Barry Keoghan, uh, he's the Joker. He's, uh, forget his name from fucking Eternals, but he's that guy. And he was also Druid. in, uh, yeah, Druid. And uh, he was also in Banshees of Inishirin. You got a really good cast. You got a really good director. And now you add Pedro Pascal, which is, is fantastic. Um, he's everywhere right now. And, uh, you know, rightfully so. So, I'm excited for it. Yeah. I guess we'll just have to see how the movie comes out. Yeah. Um, but for now, we're going to go straight to a sponsor of this episode. <laughs> I don't know. We don't have a sponsor. Soon. Soon. Very, dude, very fucking soon. Um, we don't have a sponsor yet. But, uh, yeah, that's all the movie news we got for you. Um, hopefully, you guys, you know, got a little bit more updated on, on stuff happening in the industry. That's why we like talking about this stuff. Um, all right, man. So, now... We're going to move into Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, the the movie of the week. As we stated earlier, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is coming out within the next three days. And uh, I'm going to be watching it on May 4th at 6.20 p.m. in Theater 10. Can you stop flexing on me, please? Um, So, we already reviewed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. 
a couple weeks back. And uh, we're going to pick it up here with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which, in my opinion, uh, is the better film. And um, I love this movie because of the way it handles its characters and its story. Um, it, like I said in uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy 1 review, James Gunn just knows these characters and he knows the emotions behind them and he knows exactly where these characters' arcs should go. And Volume 2 just picks up right where Volume 1 left off and um, just makes it, in my opinion, um, makes it more compelling. It's definitely less action, but there's more things that they do with the characters. For example, you got Peter Quill. Uh, he's still reeling on, on, on Gamora, right? And he's trying to make sure that him and Gamora know about this, what they say in the movie, this unspoken thing. And um, he's trying to profess his love to her, and he's still trying to learn where he uh, fits in the universe. And then he meets his father. And that's the whole storyline right there. Um, I want to go over to you real quick. So how do you, how do you think this movie ranks um, with the, the Guardians uh, du duo right now? The two movies. Um, I think it's the same way as the John Wick movies. It just um, gets better. They just get better. They like the, it's, it's different than what other directors do where they like coast on the success of a movie. Mm -hmm. um, James Gunn, Chad Stahelski, they build off of their last movie and i think that's what this one does um in like almost every aspect mm -hmm. besides one but i'll talk about that a little later yeah man so um this movie came out in 2017 and i think that it's one of the most beautiful looking marvel movies to date um the cinematography is crazy and i'm colorblind but the colors in this movie pop a lot and um i think that this soundtrack is a hundred times better than the first soundtrack and the first soundtrack was fantastic but I have like the volume two soundtrack on repeat all the time. Um, that opening scene is beautiful. Number one with, um, with, with uh, Kurt Russell and, and uh, Peter's mom, right? That opening scene was really cool. It's set up, you know, the later in the movie, but then the, the opening scene with the guardians and little baby Groot dancing to Mr. Blue sky. Uh, that's one of the most beautiful fucking things I've ever seen. And um, it just set the tone perfectly. This movie, speaking of tone, this movie is definitely more of a comedy. Um, you know, Guardians introduced that kind of comedic tone, um, less of the more Iron Man comedy and more of like a, not slapstick, but, um, you know, just uh, 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 dialogue heavy comedy. And um, it, it almost seemed kind of like a sitcom uh, space opera. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 definitely doubled down on it. This this movie has you know some people saying that it's too jokey and too uh, non serious, but I don't think that way at all. I think that this movie is perfect because number one, it's a weird concept. Um, Peter's father is a planet. Yeah, it's it's a weird concept. So um, I think that James Gunn balanced the tone perfectly, and even at that, with all the comedy, all of the stuff with you know his dad and the relationship with his dad. And the relationship that he has with his dad because he, spoiler, killed his mom. <laughs> um, all of that is is super prominent in the movie. And um, I didn't even get to talk about the Yandu stuff because the Yandu stuff makes me cry every single time. Um, and James Gunn has even said that Guardians 2 is definitely about uh, fathers and, and bad dads. So um, what do you think? What what are some of your pros of, of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? For me... Uh, this movie, the pros heavily outweigh the cons. Right. Um, first things first is it's another fun movie, like you were saying. It's definitely a comedy. Uh, back to what we were saying earlier, this is one of the first ones you see with a darker theme. Because mm -hmm. all the comedy is hidden by the fact that this man just murdered his mother. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like so casual about it. That's why everyone forgets is how casually he just let it go. Yeah. It was yeah just, and I, I hated to put that tumor in your mom's head. And it was like, and then you see the whole like, dynamic change you're just he's just like yeah what? <laughs> yeah yeah um um like you were saying earlier i like when movies uh don't shy away from color grading mm -hmm. like making the shit bright blues bright pinks a lot of movies shy away from that especially uh on marvel movies they like the darker red black colored the like themes um that special effects and cgi in this movie are in the top three i think for a marvel movie yeah for sure uh, specific, specifically for me, the uh, scenes where 
uh, spoiler if you haven't watched the movie, I don't know why you haven't watched it yet. Ego's like dying, Yondu's funeral. Those scenes were beautiful. Oh, dude, Yondu's funeral yes. gets me every single time. Um, to me, like you were saying earlier, they definitely took a deeper approach to the soundtrack for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, not just focusing on the fact that Peter obviously loves music, but when to place a song. And Noah talks about it a lot, but uh, for Yondu's funeral, playing Father and Son. Father and Son. It's yeah. One, it's become one of my favorite fucking songs of all time yeah. just because of that scene. Like little details like that. Like <clears throat> the whole theme of the, the whole one of the themes of the movies was his relationship with both Ego and Yondu because mm-hmm. those are both his fathers. Yeah. And um, like it, it's also like uh, Peter didn't even notice that Yondu was his father. Yeah. Until he died. And he finally realized it before it was too late. Um, he finally realized that his true father was uh, was was Yandu the entire time, and he spent all this time looking for his dad. And uh, there's there's one line at the very end before I think Yandu dies. Some some like um, he might be your father, but he ain't your daddy. Yeah, literally that's the entirety of the movie right there. Um, and it just goes to show how good of a writer James Gunn is. Um, and then I said it earlier, but James Gunn. A lot of directors have an issue with this is writing the success off the first movie and making the second movie not as good as a movie. He built a completely different story. It was a different story completely from the first one. Mm-hmm. It's not the same story. It involves different characters, a new villain, using older villains and switching them to heroes. Um, like He he pulled Nebula and Yondu back into the story and changed how everybody thought about them. Yeah. Um, involving characters like Mantis and Ego... Mantis, you don't know what her story is at first and ends up becoming one of the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously you go... And then using actors like Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. He he is one... Like, he is a Hollywood legend at this point. Um, his, at, his Him being Kurt Russell did not take away from the story at all. Mm-hmm. It was just Kurt Russell playing Ego. And, um, yeah, James Gunn, he, he definitely planted the seeds of where he wanted to go for the sequel back in, um, in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. At the very end of that movie, um, one of the, the Nova Corps uh, officers say, what are your, what's your heritage? Um, we, we looked at your DNA. You have, like, something special about you. And that was it. So they're obviously picking up on that. And um, I think they do a really good job at introducing that storyline because, again, like I said, this, this plot is weird. It's a very weird movie. Um, there's a, there's a couple scenes in this where he finds out that he has powers and he turns himself into a, a huge Pac-Man, right? So it's a, it's a very weird and a very out there concept, but at the, at the heart of it is the story of Peter and his dad. Now, who's his dad? That's what you find out during the movie. Um, but I think that that is what the, the main theme is and something that I love about the movie also is the way that they split characters up. Normally, I don't like this. Um, for example, Star Wars, uh, The Last Jedi. I don't like when the the main characters get separated from all the other supporting characters because at that point, they're not supporting characters. They're basically in their own storyline. However, in the very beginning, um, we see that this like team, they're, they're a family and they bicker. So Rocket is, is bickering with, with Peter the entire time. And uh, you kind of have them like, you know, budding heads the uh, the entire time that they're doing a mission, and uh, that gets to them. You know, they they get into some trouble because Rocket uh, stole some batteries, some Anulax batteries, some Arbulary batteries, and um, yeah, it, it's it starts to kind of kind of um, have them just get mad at each other, really. And that's when they split up because three of them want to go with Peter's dad with with Ego. And the other three are going to stay and, um, and fix the ship. Um, but I think that for, for the way that they do it and the way that they set up that storyline of them all coming back together like at the end of the movie, I think that that was uh, a good way to handle them separating the entire movie. Because they're separated for like a good hour and then they finally uh, start getting back together. So um, I really love the... The character interactions with Yandu, Groot, and and Rocket. Um, Yandu and Rocket was a, a pair that I didn't see coming. Um, I love what they do with Nebula in this movie. I think that they, you know, got me interested in Nebula again. Uh, she was kind of just some evil, like you know, evil sister in in the first movie, but in this one, they give her a character. 
they give her you know something to do and something that she's actually fighting for why is she so mad all the time here's why because her dad used to torture her um, because she wasn't as good as Gamora and that's just the truth so a lot of this stuff man and they say it but a lot of this stuff has to do with like the family dynamics of it um rocket just being you know he didn't ask to to be made like that and at the very end when he's watching all the fireworks and stuff um it's just a beautiful movie and i think that i really don't have a lot of problems with it uh what about you what do you have any problems with the movie um not really problems but uh just like little little things that i would wish would have been tweaked Mm -hmm. um for me uh, the only thing that ever that pulled away from the characters is how hard they were pushing the two new characters onto us. Mm-hmm. How, like ego, they they obviously had to fit ego's entire story into one movie, and it felt like it was like pulling away from the side characters a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like we could have gotten a little bit more of Drax's motivations, a little bit more of uh, Nebula, Yondu, all of that. If they didn't push so much of ego's story onto us, yeah, as well as Mantis, because obviously Mantis is going to be moving past this. This is gonna be a new character in their their team. Um, also, I didn't like like Ego's motivation didn't didn't make sense to me. Yeah, it, yeah, it was a little weird. I mean, Marvel has always had like a villain problem. I think the mm-hmm. best villains that they've had are probably like Killmonger and um, and Thanos, mm-hmm. um, and maybe Loki. Other than that, man, that's like three out of thirty five movies, um, and now Kang, but. Yeah, they've always had, like, a villain problem. Yeah, so had they just, like, changed it to an actual reason and not just, yeah, I just I just felt like doing it. <laughs> yeah, just which a powerful-ass so, dude. Which is really weird because that's, that's typically what I like villains as. I like them being really, like, menacing. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I killed this person because I can kill this person, mm-hmm. and you can't stop me. But it was more just, like, I had nothing else to do. Yeah. So I just fucking killed your mom. <laughs> she, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so th- that, it, I feel like he would have been, had they chosen a different goal, it would have been easier to hate him. Because mm-hmm. they chose Kurt Russell, and he's, like, one of the most charming people in, like, Hollywood, mm-hmm. and he's going to play that role that same way. As, yeah, I think that was, like, on purpose, too. Yeah. Like, they wanted to misdirect. The misdirect, like, throw you off, and I didn't know who the villain was going to be, but, you know, when the switch happens and he says the whole tumor line. Yeah. It was it was it was a good choice to do that, but I felt like the, had they changed his motivation, it would have upgraded the story a little bit. Yeah, and that's really my only major issue with it. Everything else was pretty spot on. James Gunn's very good at keeping his stories like linear. Yeah, I think that um, they could have done a little bit more with Drax, and they could have done a little bit more with Mantis. But again, I feel like the spotlight wasn't on them, yeah. so like they kind of just took the back backseat. You do still get a little bit of character development for um, for Drax. Um, particularly with Mantis, mm-hmm. um, and those two work really well together. I watched them in the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special as well. So um, we're probably going to get more of them in uh, in Guardians three. But uh, yeah, I think there's really just nothing. I honestly think that this is better than the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, not even because it's a well made movie, better made movie, but just the character work is just it's perfect. It, it's literally just perfect to me. Um, and that soundtrack, man, that soundtrack makes me feel things I haven't felt in years. <laughs> um, yeah, what would you give this uh, this movie out of a 10? I can't remember what I gave the last one, but whatever I gave the last movie, a half grade above it. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably give this like at a solid nine, nine and a half. Yeah. Um, and then Guardians 1, probably like a solid eight and a half to nine. <laughs> Um, it's it's so close to me, and hopefully Guardians three gets uh, a perfect ten, but we're gonna have to wait and see. We're gonna have to wait three more days um, until I go watch it in theater ten at six twenty p.m. Um, <clears throat> so that was our review on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Uh, let us know all your comments down below. Um, we would love to hear what you guys think of the movie and what you prefer, Volume One or Volume Two. Uh, that is going to do it for our movie review segment. Um, let's get right into some movie trivia. We played this last week. It's basically the same thing. I don't have the sound effects on, so sorry. Uh, but it's the same thing. Me and Hyde are going to ask each other five questions. And, uh, whoever wins, wins, man. 
$45,000 and yeah, $45,000 and a 2014 Honda Civic. Are you ready to play? Yes, I am. I need that car right now. All right. Let's do it. Um, do you want to go, you want to rock, paper, scissors for, for who goes I'm first? so uncoordinated. Let's do this. Let's see how it's uncoord- on. Th- how do you, how do you play? How it? You tell me how you do it. It's one, two, three, go. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Give me a second. Um, let me see. All right. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, go. Alright, Um, I want to answer first. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you just told me to go then. Well, no, I was just asking because like, it's like football. You, know, you yeah, flip the coin. Yeah, yeah we'll receive. Right. <laughs> In order, what are the top three highest grossing Marvel films? In order? Yes. Okay, Endgame's number one. Mm-hmm. Infinity War's number two. Okay. Um, Hold on. It's either No Way Home or Civil War, so don't quote me. Or watch when it's neither. I'm going to say... No, 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 it's not. The original Avengers. Fuck. <laughs> you got it, okay. Yeah, it, it goes It goes three, two, one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. Dude, oh, I missed that. Fuck. You All said right. Civil War, I got so happy. I was like... <laughs> no, no, bro. <laughs> thinking about the wrong one. <laughs> Okay, let's see. Where did I put my questions? Hold on. All right, I'm willing. Okay. What was the Scream movie originally called? Uh, the uh, Babysitter Killers, something like that. Final answer? Yes. No. The original, I don't know why I looked in the camera. The original Scream movie was called Scary Movie. Oh, fucking dumbass. And that's why uh, the Wayne brothers chose Scary Movie to call it because they parodied yeah, Scream. They yeah, they parodied Scream. Yeah. I think that was Halloween. That was it must have been, yeah. Because I've heard that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is the richest Marvel hero? I feel like this is a trick question. Like, alive? What do you mean? Like, like he's like the richest you, Marvel hero alive right now? No, no. Just in general. Who is the richest Marvel hero? Oh, uh, again, I still feel like this is a trick question, though. Um, I'm going to be pit. Tony Stark? No. All right. Black Panther. I wish that I would just get, like, maybe a final answer, but, you know. That's no, uh, you it's don't fun. get that from me. No, it's cool. It's cool. One for um, two and over one. What's the What's their net worth? Look up their net worth. 500 million and tw- uh, 500 billion, 12 billion. But is that 500 billion Wakandan dollars? Because there's a lo- difference. Uh, it just has five hundred billion. I know foreign exchange though. Let me like, do this, okay? Since you have to know, this fucking guy, bro. I'll give it to you if you were right. So it, it just says five hundred billion dollars. Like, do you see what I'm saying? It doesn't tell me what dollars. <laughs> All right, fine, whatever. <laughs> All right, I'm one for two. There you go. He fucks him. Damn, bro. <laughs> All right, I'm one for two. Uh, higher is. Over one. I'm probably gonna go over five. All right, this is more, uh, you know, my area, but I feel like all movie fans should know this. Um, in Back to the Future, what speed does the DeLorean have to reach to time travel? Oh fuck me, uh, eighty miles. Final answer. Yeah. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Final answer. Yes. I'm gonna give you one more chance. No. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. It's eighty-eight miles. Okay. I- eighty-eight miles per hour. I've watched. I've definitely watched this movie, but you guys don't know this. He knows this. I watched it in German. Yeah. <laughs> um, damn, this is gonna be an easy ass dub for me. I'm not gonna lie to you. Over two. Um, Hyder is over two. I am one for two. And we got three more questions left. I, I've definitely used movies that I think you have watched, and one that is more down my lane than, than yours. I'm using public knowledge. Yes, I'm using what I thought I would think is public knowledge. Okay. Um, in Scott Pilgrim, Brie Larson sings a song. What is the name of that song? Uh, Black Sheep. No, wait. Yeah, Black Sheep by Metro. Yeah, but it's Brie Larson. Look it up. It's metric, but yeah. Our metric. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're uh two for three, and I'm over two. I feel like you got to give me a harder questions, bro. You're asking me shit that I know. Yeah, that's why I said I. You're my bad. I'm trying to cater it. I'm not trying to make you go over fucking six. I can do that. Okay. Let me just use Star Wars knowledge. All right. 
Um, okay, let's see, 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 let's let's see, let's see. Do you know what a twin movie is? It's when two different studios make a a movie roughly about the same subject that, that comes out in the same yeah. year. Yeah. Um, okay. So there was a twin movie that came out in 2013. Two twin movies, excuse me. Um, one of them starring Gerard Butler, and the other starring Channing Tatum and Jamie Fox. What were those movies? You don't have to give me a title or anything. Just just give me the premise because it's Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx. Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx are in one movie, and then Gerard Butler's in the other. Fuck, fine. Now I'm gonna guess Magic Mike. It's about strippers. No, okay. I'll give you a hint. This is kind of hard. Yeah, it's a twin movie that came out in 2013. One of them got one movie, and the Gerard Butler ones got three movies. And it came out in the theater. Remember? I know you remember. Remember? You remember. No, I'm, you're going to tell me the name of the movie, and I'm going to get mad. Yeah. And then I would have lost this game. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Yeah. Um, I can give you another hint. Yeah, another hint. This is my last hint. Okay. Another hint. It has some something to do with a place being overtaken. Oh. Uh... It is Jamie Foxx. You're mm-hmm. right. That's weird. Yeah. It's weird, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, it has to do with... Uh, so one of them is White House Down. So yeah. Chasing, yeah. Uh, Channing Tatum and then Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah, there you go. And then there's... Uh, Good job. Good job. There's a... Uh, what's it called? Eagle Has Fallen or something like that? It's like... Angel uh, Has Fallen. London Has Fallen and Angel Has Fallen yeah. was the, was the dramatic right. trilogy blockbusting end. Blockbusting. Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think you were going to get uh, the actual title of it. That's good for you, man. Good for you. You've been doing your homework. Um, but yeah, that is a twin movie. And um, can you name any like off the top of your head? That came out in the same year together? Like same year, same almost same premise. Um, I know that they do like, let's see. I don't know if they came out in the same year, but weren't like Star Trek and Star Wars like fighting at one point? Not the same premise, but like they're both sci-fi, like having to do with space shit. Uh, possibly, possibly, possibly. Um, I don't know. I, I know that the comics, there's a lot of like twin shit, mm-hmm. especially like there's legit, like a few years later, they'll just make the same hero, but on Marvel or DC. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is it my turn? Yes. I feel like you're going to get this one now. Okay. Just shoot. Looking bro. at it, it's a lot easier than I thought it was. Right, just shoot. You want right. to, you want to take some time? Take no. a, do a different question? Or no. Sure? Uh, what is the name of the bar in, uh, Roadhouse? Ooh, that's a good one because we fucking hated that movie. But you um, fell asleep during the fucking movie. Yeah. Um, shit. That's a good one. Roadhouse. 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 Fuck. I don't... I don't know why this is on my... I'm not gonna... O'Malley's? Uh, final answer, do you want a hint? All right, give me a hint. Uh, <laughs> I just want to give you a hint for I'll it. I'll take a fucking hint. Um, we said it should have just been named this. We said that that should have been the name of the movie. Can I get a different name? Um, <laughs> it's two names. It's two Fuck. words. All right. Yeah, I don't know. O'Malley's final answer. All right. It's uh, Double Deuce. Damn. You're right. Yeah, we said they should have just Fuck. been named that. I just went to Double Deuce. <laughs> Fuck. You did? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Actually, I think, wait, ahead. I have one now, right? And you have two for your two for four, and I'm one for four. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Are you one for three? I'm one for three. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm. Yeah, because you have one question left. Okay. Yeah, I should have two questions left. I'm two for four. Can't count, guys. What do astronauts travel through to find a new planet in Interstellar? Oh fuck! Uh, I've watched this movie one time, and I didn't like it. You want a different question then? I'll give you I'm going to guess. I don't give a shit. Uh, a wormhole. Final answer? Yes. That's correct, actually. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It, it seemed like the typical, like... Yeah, wormhole. <laughs> I thought you were going to say black hole yeah, for see, a second. But they would die, wouldn't they, or some shit yeah. like that? Yeah. That's correct? Yes, you are correct. All right. Wow. 
that I need to choose different. Okay. <laughs> last right. question. We're both two for four? Two for four. Oh, this shit. Your last okay. question. I feel like this is an easy question because it's one. It's a 50-50 chance right here. I'm going to do an over-under for you. Okay. Over or under six, how many different James Bonds have we had? I don't think you can remember all of Over. Them. Over? Over. Final answer? Final answer. Seven. Fucking bitch. Who were the last two? Uh, last two were um, 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 Daniel Craig. And then the last one before that was uh, not Richard Pryor. That's not the fuck. Richard Pryor? The, the comedian? No, no, not Richard Pryor. Not Richard Pryor. Um, um, uh, I don't fucking know. Uh, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Dr. Fate. Yeah. All right. Well, <sighs> shit, man. Last question. What's the plot of fucking 1950s silent film? <laughs> like. Okay. In the film Lawrence of Arabia. No, I'm just kidding. I've never seen that fucking movie. Um, um, okay. So this famous actor. <clears throat> this famous actor has been in a movie. Based on the Boston Marathon bombing, and oh, fuck. also has uh, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I made fun of this movie. That's why. You didn't even let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mark Wahlberg, isn't it? Yeah, I was gonna say it. He's also a fucking. He's in the Funky Bunch. <laughs> God damn! Is that where right. he plays the cop? Yeah, fucking Patriots Day. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, so stupid. I remember oh. seeing that and I was like, "What the fuck? Isn't he a racist?" Anyway, <laughs> yeah, you better not be running down the street behind Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Well, fuck, we're tied. All right, now we gotta start pulling them off the top. Uh, Ooh. This movie, starring, I'm not gonna say the main actor. I'll say two of the other actors though. Uh, it's a spinoff of one of the biggest franchises ever uh has idris elba and vanessa kirby in it what is the name of that movie hobbs and shaw fast and furious prevents hobbs and shaw sorry yeah it's fast and furious presents hobbs and shaw fucking bitch i was gonna say jason Statham and the rock (laughs) i've been giving it away immediately pretty pretty shit question there i didn't know what to fucking say i could have been like hey what what is the john wick movie that came out that year the actress who plays black widow stars in this movie uh, directed by the same person. This is an easy ass question too. The same person who directed Thor Ragnarok. Is it Jojo Rabbit? What? Jojo Rabbit? Final answer? Wait, who directed that? Isn't that Taika Waititi that directed that movie? Which movie are you talking about? Wait, which movie are you talking about right now? Thor Ragnarok. Director of Thor Ragnarok. Uh, the who plays Black Widow also stars in this movie. Came out in 2019. Marriage Story? I don't know. Final answer. Yeah. Final answer. Yes. You, you win, didn't you? I'm going to give you one more chance to think about it. Is Just think about it. fucking Jojo Rabbit? Huh? <laughs> Is that fucking Jojo Rabbit? Think about it. Just think. I don't think. Okay. I know. So final answer Jojo though? Rabbit. I switched it. Oh, you're switching? Yeah. <laughs> Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. That's correct. I just remember he directed wow. it and he was fucking Hitler in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember that right now. <laughs> Fuck, that's correct. I should have just fucking cut it off right yeah, there. Yeah, you should have. When you said Mary's story. Nice. Shit. All right. I remember seeing the trailer for Jojo Rabbit. I was like, what the fuck is this? Dude, Taika Waititi is Hitler. Isn't he Jewish? One of the things I've ever seen. Yeah, that's what makes it fucking hilarious. All right. That was a dumb question. I yeah. thought you were going to get it right, and then you, you got it wrong, and then I gave you a second chance, and then you got it right. <sighs> All right. Want to keep going? Uh, let's switch it up. Let's go Let's uh, MCU questions. MCU questions? Yeah. MCU questions. And these are probably going to be easier, so we'll go best at three. Okay. Each. Best out of three? Mm-hmm. Okay. Off the top. Fuck it. Off the top. Oh, shit. All Off right. the top. Fuck it. Um, 
Damn. All right, you can go first though. Okay. I don't <clears> think <throat> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a fast person. Mm. Mm. In Captain America: Civil War, Spider-Man gets introduced. Peter Parker tells Robert Downey Jr. Not Robert Downey Jr. Tony Stark that he had a test that day. What subject was his test on? Science. Final answer? Yeah. Wrong. It was algebra. See, I didn't Algebra know. test. I didn't know. Nailed All right, it. let's go. Um. I got to remember the guy's name. Bro it's said, all- let's go. Sorry. Then- I forgot the dude's name. You know how you do that. That's fine, bro. You're good. Whatever. Just waste our fucking, our, our viewers' valuable time. Fuck's his name. I'm... Y'all fuck with the shirt. Shout out Mariana. Shout out, shout out Mariana. Y'all fuck with the shirt. I'm from like Texas. Oh, okay. See, I was like certain up Martin. G thing. I kept saying his name was Martin Short. It's Martin Freeman. Mm. All right. In uh, Black Panther. Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman's character. <laughs> okay. Everett Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, gets injured. Okay. And uh, before he appears, when he appears for counsel, M'Baku calls him a name. What name does he call him? Black Panther 1? Yes. Oh. <laughs> cut that part out. Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, White Wolf. No. Um, he says, he calls him a colonizer. Remember? Fuck! Yeah, yeah. no, I should have knew that. Damn. <laughs> All right. Well, damn. This is... uh. Hard. Um, okay. In The Incredible Hulk. Which one? 2008. Uh, that's, a, that's Edward Jordan, yes. right? Incredible Hulk. Yeah, sorry. The title of the movie, I know, Incredible I know, Hulk. I know, I know. You said which one out of instinct. In The Incredible Hulk. Okay. You <laughs> just said a movie. Hold on. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm still thinking of the question. In The Incredible Hulk. Um... Is your mic so close to your face? I'm prepared to answer. <laughs> In the Incredible Hulk, Stan Lee makes a cameo. What happens? <laughs> he dies like ten years later. I don't know, man. I really don't. Is he is he selling like hot dogs or something? No. Nah, to my final answer, he's selling hot dogs. I just said that was no. You want that to be your final answer? Yeah, I don't know what's happening. Okay, well that's wrong. What does he do? He takes a drink out of the out of the the fridge, and before that, you see Edward Norton accidentally drop blood into. Um, he's working at a Coke factory, like cocaine, not cocaine, oh. uh, Coca Cola bottling, like soda factory. He gets in there. Stanley is the one who drinks that, and uh, he dies from gamma radiation. Um, so you were kind of right. Yeah, he dies ten years later. <laughs> he dies yeah he does um, die that's true this is very true okay so fuck you're over for 2 alright in um, Spider-Man 3 Spider-Man the original you know trilogy yes. Spider- yeah the title of the movie yeah. yes yes um, Eddie Brock goes to church and prays what okay. does he pray for to kill people part Kill Peter Parker. Say the line. <laughs> Hold on, give me a second. <clears throat> Let me search the line up so I can get it word for word. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure I have it memorized. How how far do you want me to like say the line? Just, just the, the, the baseline, line, right? like the iconic line. That number one hater line. Okay. Do you got it? I want you to kill Peter Parker. Why can I say Peter Parker correctly? Hold on. I want you to kill Peter Parker. Exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Well, you're. You got it correct. Now it's on me. All right, man. In the movie Logan, we follow Logan. Mm-hmm. Uh, find out that he has a daughter. What is his daughter's name? Oh shit. And let me let me look up the answer real quick. 
just to be is dollar sure. like the actual name or like the project name either one. Oh, x23 okay I should have said the first. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember her actual what's name. What's her actual name? Ah, oh, it's too late for that. It's Fuck. too late for that. Is it X23, though? Uh, Yeah, it's X23 for sure. You're one for three. I'm one for two, right? Yes, this is... Okay. So, if I get this... Right, you win. Okay. All right. What's Vulture's real name in Spider-Man Homecoming? I'm using actual trivia. I don't give a fuck anymore. In Spider-Man Homecoming? Yeah. You can give me his last name or his full name, but I want the last That's name really involved. hard, Adrian Toomes. That's really fucking hard. I can't. Mm. Adrian Toomes. You're a dirty bitch. Final answer, Adrian Toomes. You're a dirty fucking slut. Dude, you gave me a fucking Spider-Man question. Of course I was going to get yeah, it correct. You thought I wasn't going to understand X-23? I know numbers. Well, I want... All right. I know numbers. <laughs> okay. Well, All right, um, guys. yeah, that was... That was the end of trivia. Um, gotta play some serious tense music for that scene. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, thank you for sending us questions to uh, the one person who did. Uh, we'll answer your question next week when we have more questions. I'm sorry. Um, but thank you for your participation. And uh, everybody else, fuck you. Um, we appreciate you guys listening. You guys can follow us everywhere on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and now YouTube. Uh, make sure you subscribe so you guys be updated every single time we post. We post every single week. Um, you can follow us on um tiki talk now made a tiktok <clears throat> i'll never say that shit again we got a tiktok now um i'll be posting clips and stuff with the podcast there so you guys can uh go show some support ask questions do whatever um got an instagram also playback podcast you guys can find everything down below in the description um that's all for today thank you guys for joining us my name is noah uh here with Hyder. good night Have a good night, guys. Uh, We'll see you later, and uh, be safe.